748 on the Crosstalk on WIZM. This is the story that caught my attention. The State Assembly has passed a bill that would punish students. Why the Assembly is going back to school to get involved over there, they have. They have uh, passed a bill to punish students who disrupt campus speeches and presentations with suspensions and expulsions. Uh, well, so let me ask my guest, who is a political science professor at the University of Wisconsin-La Crosse, Anthony Trugoski. Thanks very much for talking with us. Does that bother you, Anthony, that the state assembly is getting involved in how you will do your job? Well, Mike, I think this raises a very interesting question. You know, uh, this was sparked, this whole ordeal, by uh, Ben Shapiro's speech at Madison in 2016. Ben Shapiro, the conservative commentator and podcast host, he had a speech in November of 2016 at UW-Madison that was disrupted for a number of minutes and that faced kind of loud protests. And that seemed to spark this movement at the level of the state legislature to take a look at what's going on on college campuses. And now it looks like there's a push to, in fact, pass a law to punish people who uh, get in the way of of speech events. And, you know, Mike, one thing that I've been thinking about and one thing that I think we should be thinking about is when do we need a law to solve a problem? Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. like, is this a problem that requires a law to be passed to solve it? Now, I honestly don't know, but I think, like, that's the relevant question here. Like, do we trust the universities, do we trust the administrators to, to deal with these things, or do we need just a law to solve everything? Do we need a law to solve this problem and that problem? That's something to think about, I, I, would, I would imagine. Right. Well, And I understand it. In fact, when I, I, I talked with a number of people around here yesterday, which prompted my phone call to you, because uh, a couple of them who will clearly, you'll understand, uh, are a little older, said, I went to a number of Vietnam uh, protests back when I was in school, and there's a speaker up on the stage or up on the steps, and there's people out there on the grass yelling and screaming, and there was no no arrest, no laws, no nobody got a ticket, whatever. There was speakers, and there was yellers, disruptors, and we didn't need a law. It all got done and everybody had their right to speak. So, And I understand that. You have a right to make a speech and somebody else has the right to disagree with that speech. So do speakers that are controversial speakers need to expect a, a larger megaphone or a longer time period so that their speech can be uh, postponed for a period of time while disruptors have their say. I don't know whose speech is freer, the speaker or the yeller. Well, I I do think, Mike, that there are reasons to be concerned about the so-called heckler's veto, where one person or a small group of people can shut down the ability of a much larger group to hear the ideas of someone. And that bothers me, you know, the, the heckler's veto when people are shouted down, because colleges one of our functions is just to be a place for the exchange of ideas. Open and exchange, if, right. 
Indeed. And if the open exchange of ideas is not happening on college campuses, then that's a big problem for us. I mean, the exchange of ideas is really core to our democracy. Uh, but, you know, again, Mike, I go back to this question, do we need a law to do that? Um, and what I found, at least during my time at UW-La Crosse, I just think our community has a lot to be proud of at UW-La Crosse. During my time here, you know, we've had some controversial speakers. We've had some speakers who are outspoken, and we haven't had any problems at all with disruptions. We've had really respectful exchanges, and, you know, I don't know if this is a problem that's occurring at other colleges where uh, controversial speakers are getting shouted down, but my gosh, I just think that the level of discourse at UW-La Crosse is exceptionally good. Right. Well, and the fact that uh, the, the Assembly would pass this law, and whether it goes into effect or not, it will be implemented on the entire University of Wisconsin system, not just Madison, where apparently there are more people who vocally disagree with, with uh, the status quo. Yeah, Mike, and I think that's the issue maybe with a one-size-fits-all approach to this issue, that, you know, what what is necessary at UW-La Crosse might not be what's necessary at UW-Madison. Uh, the campuses have different student bodies. They have different needs. Uh, like, I know that uh, just yesterday I was visiting with our college Republicans here at UW-La Crosse, and they are a very vibrant organization. They're doing very well, and I know that because they're all in my classes. Um, That's so, great. Uh, you know, we have, we have a really diverse student body here in terms of ideas, in terms of and and not just diversity in terms of ideas, but a real genuine interest in learning about other people's ideas. And so, you know, I, I worry that if you're imposing these restrictions on a campus that might not need it, then you're doing unnecessary damage. Right. Well, and and how, as you mentioned at the beginning of this conversation, your uh, uh, freedom to exchange ideas ends because there's a law that says you can't. Yeah, the curious thing about this debate, Mike, is that both sides say that they are protecting free speech, right. where you have one side saying that they're protecting free speech because they're preventing speakers from being shouted down. Meanwhile, you have others saying that this will have a chilling effect on free speech if you're saying that if you express yourself in a certain way, you'll be suspended or expelled. What is clear, Mike, is that this will be vetoed by Governor Evers right. if it does get passed through the entire legislature. Well, and there's a lot of people that would agree that it's a horrible uh, the, a horrible suggestion that uh, that the assembly would make it illegal to disagree with a speaker. I get it, uh, and I, I fully don't understand why people who feel one certain way wouldn't want to know what the other side is thinking so that they can continue feeling the way they do or maybe adjust their opinion somewhat. Uh, you know, the diehard Trump haters uh, that put a sign in their yard that says, uh, anybody, anybody, blue it doesn't matter who the you know the, those kinds of comments that kind of yelling is ridiculous i'm trying to hear this person and you won't shut up 
it, it is ridiculous, Mike. And I think that one thing that we as colleges and professors have a responsibility to do is to foster a sense of curiosity in our students yeah. to want to understand the other side. One great example of that on our campus here at UW-La Crosse is that the uh, college Democrats and college Republicans are organizing a forum not to debate, but just to express their ideas about the issues. And so people can learn what does each side think about the various issues of the day and I they're going to have to figure out how to how to disagree without disrupting and I get that the speaker should have the right to speak and you should have the right to disagree but the speaker should have the right to speak right I'm not sure there needs to be a law there just needs to be I don't know some decorum